Rutgers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the yes. five. To the end zone. Touchdown. And a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Brewer fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for not only them diehard baseball fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. I'm Tyler, a.k.a. T-Plush, your host for the show, and can be found on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. You can find the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy on Twitter at Trilogy underscore pod for all of the latest Bucks, Brewers, and Packers information uh we have the podcasts out we have blogs we can be found on the fresh take so make sure you are checking out all of that you can also find the other man on the end of this line trevor aka sunshine bender who can be found on twitter at bender underscore trevor and he will be joining me today to talk some more brewers pot prospects but first how are you doing trevor no, pretty good. Um, I guess I can't complain. You know, when there's a beer sitting in front of you and it tastes like heaven, you know, that, that makes your, your day pretty good, even though I was at work for an hour and a half longer than I expected today. But, you know, I got a beer in front of me, so I'm doing okay. You are very deserving of that beer then. I have a beer in front of me too, and... My uh, mountains are not blue anymore, so apparently I've been nursing this one. So that's not a good sign. Uh, Per usual. (laughs) Hey, it's a marathon, not a sprint. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll get to our prospect breakdown for today. We are hitting on prospect number 24 and 23 today. So that is going to be Adam Hill, the right-handed pitcher, and Thomas Dillard, the outfielder. So first up, Adam Hill. He is a right-handed pitcher who was drafted in the fourth round in 2018 by the Mets, actually. So the Brewers acquired him in the Keon Broxton trade. He will be 23 for the 2020 season. And as I like to point out, um, Trevor thinks it's weird, but this dude is 6'6 and 225 pounds. So that is an absolute giant on the mound his college performances he went to uh, South Carolina he actually flirted with a couple no hitters in back-to-back early season starts which in 2018 that really made his draft stock rise he actually struck out 14 in each of those outings and then of course he would go on to be drafted in the fourth round so successful college career for Adam Hill but Trevor is going to tell us a little bit about his minor league stats. Okay, well, first off, I think it's weird when you're telling us an outfielder size. Like, pitchers, I get it, because a 6'6 pitcher, is that's a big guy. <laughs> and I feel like that's got to help him on the mound. But way back when we did the Javon Ward preview, 
you mentioned him and he's an outfielder. Like why does the size of an outfielder matter? The speed matters, but why why the fact that he's six five and hundred and ninety pounds matter? It's just fun knowledge to know if you're expecting a small <laughs> dude or a big dude out there. Like you have no idea. <laughs> Well, okay, let's get back to Adam Hill. So in 2019, he pitched for the Timber Rattlers. He started 23 games and had a 3.92 ERA, and that was 121 innings. So a pretty decent sample size um, for Adam Hill. He had a 1.38 whip. Again, that's walks and hits per innings pitched base runners per inning he does have kind of low strikeout totals but the exciting part for hill is 13 of his 23 starts went a minimum of five innings Um, he did have a seven inning game in there but you know looking at the brewers starting rotation you you don't see them go very long so the fact that more than half of his innings or his starts he's going five plus is a good thing um, and something that hopefully he can continue to grow on. Um, And I know there might be more at that level that they're trying to get other pitchers out there to get innings. And so maybe he could go more if he was at a higher level than the Timber Rattlers. But he has a 66% fly ball percentage, uh, but only allowed 12 home runs. So he's getting them to fly out, and but they're also not making great contact and hitting home runs. So I do feel like that's worthy of mentioning that he does get a lot of fly balls and in Miller Park that could turn into a lot of home runs, Um, but it hasn't so far in the minors, which is a good thing. So about his stuff a little bit, he has a fastball, a little bit slower, but a lot of times when they're younger, um, they still have time to get some velocity on their pitches but right now it's 91 to 93 um he's got a change in a slider his change is his second choice and then his slider is his third pitch sometimes he can struggle to keep his delivery together and really that results in not locating his pitches where he wants to if he could do a better job um of maintaining his velocity as he goes farther and farther into his starts, that would mean that his secondary pitches, his changeup, his slider would be a lot more consistent and a lot harder for hitters to hit just because keeping that velocity up is going to help with those two pitches. Yeah, so I found the the bit about he struggles to keep his delivery together actually on the Brewers' website. So when I was looking at... His delivery, I thought it was actually really simple. There's not a lot of movement. He keeps the glove tucked right at hip level, and it stays right there until it's breaking towards home. So it's not like one of those guys where like his the glove's going up above his head. He's not doing an extremely high leg kick and getting off balance. It's just he turns and he throws. Like, that's it. So I found that very interesting that a Brewers scouting agent, reporter, whatever you want to call them, said he struggles to keep his delivery together. So that's one thing uh, to watch for in 2020 with him. Moving on, we have prospect number 23, Thomas Dillard. And I know Trevor and I are both really excited to talk about him. He is a switch hitter with lots of pop in his bat. 
He was a fifth-round pick in 2019, so pretty new to the Brewers organization. He will be 22 for most next season, turning 23 in August. Played his college ball for Mississippi. Uh, His freshman year was 2017, where he only hit 206. But then he really, due to increased contact and plate discipline, increased his average to 310 in 2018 and 2019. He drew a Mississippi Rebel record 61 walks in a season in 2019. And then, of course, the power had 13 home runs in 2018 and 14 home runs in 2019. And that, again, is in like 60-ish games. So quite impressive from the power standpoint. It definitely is. And one of his college highlights, which kind of emphasizes this, is he had the hardest hit home run by any Rebel in 2018. And it was 435 foot blast just a bomb out of here against eastern illinois and i didn't know they did this in college but they had an exit velocity on this hit 111.7 miles an hour um that is just crazy and perhaps the biggest home run highlight of a switch hitters season uh on of the of his season wow i can't talk that was great uh (laughs) Um, was when he had a series-winning three-run bomb against LSU. Again, those highlights that we're talking about from college, lots and lots of pop in his bat, like Tyler mentioned. Um, and he's he was drafted in 2019, so we don't have a ton of information on him in the pros. Um, he did finish third in the 2018 College Home Run Derby, blasting a whopping 32 home runs. But speaking of some of his professional at bats and everything he went to the timber rattlers again tyler and i saw him that's why we were excited about him when we went and saw ethan small he played nine games in left field 33 at first base even though he's listed as an outfielder and he did catch a game as well and he played catcher in high school so just interesting versatility from him. Um, the game that we went to, he was at first base, and that might be just because they want to get him on the field, want to get him at bats against professional pitchers, and they also want the three guys that were in the outfield out there. Like That could be the case too, but the fact that he can be that versatile is a good thing. Um, so his stats... 246 average he did have a nice on base percentage though of 398 six home runs in 171 at bats and he drew 43 walks and that is a whopping 20 percent of his at bats he drew a walk in and i that instantly made me think you know that sounds an awful lot like yasmani grandal hits home runs has a lot of pop and walks a shit ton. Um, so I went back, did the math. Yasmani Grandal, this season, where he almost set a Brewers record in terms of walks per season, had 17% of his at-bats are walks. And Thomas Dillard had 20%. So if he's able to continue that, that could be very nice to know that you have a guy that is going to be able to get on base very consistently. And as consistently as Yasmani Grandal, I mean, Grandal had an on-base percentage of 380 
And again, Dillard had 398. Granted, Yasmani Grandal is doing it at a much, much higher level. But, you know, you got, you got to get excited about some of these things. And when we were able to watch him, Tyler and I got really excited about him, knowing that he was a rookie and all of that stuff. Um, but one other thing I wanted to bring up was I brought up how Yasmani has pop, Dillard has pop, and they both walk a lot. They're pretty similar percentages in terms of home runs per at-bat. So on 3.5% of Dillard's at-bats, he hit a home run this past season, and Yasmani was about 4.4%. So pretty close for both of those. So I don't want to overhype him, but Yasmani Grandal that plays first base, maybe? I don't know. Maybe? (laughs) Uh, your comparison is spot on, and I love the hype levels. And it's not unrealistic. Like, if you think back, Trent Grisham in 2019 started at Double uh, A. So, you know, depending on what happens with the Brewers this offseason, you never know. He, obviously, he wouldn't start right away in the majors, you wouldn't think. But he could find his way there by the time 2020 is rolling to an end. So, yeah, great comparisons there. And the fact that Grandall and Dillard are both switch hitters just makes the Yasmani Grandall comparison even more uh, true, I think. And I mean, this kid just recently started figuring out, you know, how to how to take professional at bats with, you know, starting all the way back in 2018, all the way back, not that long ago um, when he was in college. (laughs) So he has definitely figured it out. And when you watch him bat, you can you see as great bat speed, great hands. And I wrote as a bullet point, you can see the launch angle. And obviously that's not necessarily true, but it's a big uppercut of a swing, no matter what side he's swinging from. So really his style of play and with the power he has, he has a great chance to do something great in this Brewers organization. And he's already showing that he can be a versatile player willing to play or willing to try different positions. So Hopefully he gets a lot of time uh, catching some more bullpen sessions or spring training games uh, come this March. So we'll kind of see what the Brewers decide to do with them and what their plans are because we're excited about them, and I have to imagine David Stearns is super excited about him as well. Trevor, do you have anything else on Thomas Dillard at all? If if they turn him into a catcher, I am never going to be able to talk about him without talking about Yasmani Grandal. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> I mean yeah the comparisons are it's, they could be twin brothers based off their stats it's that close <laughs> but hopefully he keeps it up and can put together a full season uh, in the Brewers minor or major league seat or organizations we'll see what they decide to do with him but I think that will bring us to an end for today's podcast Make sure you are checking out, as I mentioned, the Bucks and Packers podcast. Make sure you're checking out the WisconsinSportsTrilogy.com website. We have blogs going up all the time. Uh, try to make them short and simple and not waste too much of your time because we value it. And we value you because you are loyal listeners. So we thank you for that. And we'll talk to you next time. Go Brewers! Hear the beer. <laughs>